Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. the keep wake aloud podcast this is katie and it's jacob again <laughs> you're always Believe so bad not. at that like, like i keep thinking i'm gonna get fired from this gig <laughs> like, you're like, and then i realize that i'm not paid and nobody hired me. <laughs> this is what well, we're not getting world. paid uh, um, uh, no <laughs> not at all we, we pay mike to do this oh yeah that's true <laughs> He did give a thumbs and free, up. And You're free welcome. advertisement for selling his boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's that boat sale going, Mike? It's, it's gone. gone. You mm. sold the boat? You paid them to take the boat. Yeah. Okay. Does it float? <laughs> Not your problem. All right. Uh, now we got that out of the way. <laughs> oh, the whoa. Saga, the saga is over, but we are here in the studio right Who now. Who was that voice? With former councilman John Kennard. Yes. John, welcome former. to the studio. <laughs> So very much forward. Regular right. John. Back to regular John. Now. That's right. Oh, you'll never be regular John to us. Um, well, John, thanks for coming and talking with us. Um, we're, we're buds in real life, but uh, we thought it'd be appropriate. Just, you know, this is a weird year um, and politics and all that good fun stuff is going on this year. So we wanted to talk to you um, and also talk about uh, some of your contributions to downtown and the city of Waco as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to put a really, really heavy asterisk on fun uh, when it comes to <laughs> politics. Um, really heavy asterisk. Like, politics <laughs> is not fun. It isn't. <laughs> but John somehow made it fun. So Yes, absolutely. Well, because I also didn't get paid for it. So you, oh. have, to, you have to get your fun somewhere. So if you're doing it on a pro bono basis, you got you to gotta enjoy yourself. It my mind fair. that the a councilman position is not or councilwoman position is council a, member yeah, council that's member that's correct council word, person yes. council person yes. <laughs> as a council person you are not paid or you're very very low paid right you're, yes slight reimbursement but no yeah that's it basically it's it's a volunteer position it is like how do you i mean there's so much work it was, involved. It was. It was. <laughs> that's right yeah, now Past now tense. you know i'm enjoying the holidays yes. you know taking it easy yes. actually actually Contributing more at the actual day job that does pay me for to, to uh, show up to that, which they, they appreciate. And it's, you know, and they actually have to watch me walking around the halls now, which is kind of weird. Are you still here? Yeah, it's because they're used to me being in and out so much. So what made you want to get into politics? I had no idea. You know, it, it was never anything I had any goal to do. Um, way back when, 15 years ago, I had helped encourage other business-minded folks to run for these local offices, which had, you know, they don't pay. Um, it's, but, you know, Council, school boards, those kind of things. Mayor and doesn't pay, right? Mayor, mayor That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and so just helping others do that. Uh, and then I lived in a new subdivision that there was supposed to be a park in. And so, or they said, this land is a parkland. Like, great. So we move in. When 
are coming in and say, well, we just, it's dedicated for it, but we don't have any money for that. We're not going to do that. And so that, and so that got me interested in actually doing, interacting with the city and getting involved with the parks department and trying to get a park in. Um, Did you get the park? Nine years later. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, but Still. It, I finally got, you know, about five years in my council term, finally the park started developing. So Aww. it's, uh, so that, and then I got on a little zoning board and then when the opportunity came, when my predecessor on the council seat was moving on to something else, uh, it's my boss encouraged me to do it. He encouraged me to do it. Um, so I just ran and at 32, I got, I walked into a seat unopposed, um, in charge of a $350 million a year budget. Wow. wow. That's fun. Yeah. Did you get, oh, so you're unopposed. Did you at least have yard signs? No, like why? What? Why, why well, do that? Why, 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 why go to but the effort? No, it's the they just they just let me in. It is. Well, that's it the is. only thing I want is a yard, yard sign with my name on it. Well, we can go and get you that now. Like you don't have to run for anything <laughs> to have a yard sign with your name on it. You just throw those up everywhere. <laughs> I thought it was against like, the law. Everyone's Katie. really confused. That's right. <laughs> just because I'm awesome. Well, that's right. <laughs> I'm not running for anything. I'm just cool. Exactly. I like that. I kind of want that. <laughs> just put it in my yard. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Very easy gift. Uh, I love that for us. Um, uh, no, that's it's really exciting. So, you know, you you can you go in unopposed, and you you're 32 year old councilman. I don't yeah. know how you do. I'm 31. I don't know how I would. I, I, I wouldn't even know what to do with a city. Well, I you had know? no idea what I was doing then. And I, I st- <laughs> you know, even eight years later, I still don't. But yeah. it's just I know that I don't know now. See, that's see, knowing you is proof that politics is a bunch of people who don't know anything what they're doing or what they're yeah, saying. That's right. I, I'm the exemplar of that. That's Real right. Not knowing Veep. what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> have, have you ever watched this show Veep? Yes. Oh my God. It's just like that. Like it's not House of Cards. It's not this like demonic, like evil people plotting. It's like a bunch of like us, like trying to run a country. Yes. <laughs> like- yeah. And there were, there were too many times in the last eight years when Parks and Rec came alive for me. That's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> too close to home. A little bit sometimes. The, the council meetings, I'm sure, are, 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 are the most real thing. I think you told me that before. Like the uh, citizens. You know, the, the town hall, town hall yes, meetings. Yes, yes that's what I mean. Well, it's, but that's what we're here for. That's just to represent sure. them and to make sure that their interests are being, you know, played out by their tax dollars, by the city staff. So. What is the weirdest thing someone's come to a town hall with a complaint of? Well, I mean, to a town hall or to like a council meeting. Any. Um, yeah. What's the weirdest? Well, to, to me, the, the, the funniest one was there was, we were adopting uh, revisions to our smoking ordinance, you know, or no smoking. There was yeah. like about a half dozen bars that were grandfathered in. We're going to take away those. And so there was a, a litany of people coming up and talking through, you know, just some wanting to just preserve things the way they were and others that were, you know, excited about us, you know, taking away the, the few areas that could smoke. Yeah. And this one individual got up and started talking about, um, the revelation from God that he'd had and, and the rapture and, and, and just start <laughs> preaching and start doing all this stuff. And so he, he, he goes on for a few minutes and we're, we're holding our composure together and, uh, just, just wondering where he was going with this. And so, so he's like, so what I'm saying is smoking, no smoking. It doesn't matter because Jesus come back to it anyway. And, and we all just lost it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which I appreciate the message, like, you know, appreciate but it's, it. He, it was good perspective. And, you know, he took just, his opportunity and he, he seized the was, opportunity. Was he pro smoking or anti? He, no, he said he didn't he care. He doesn't care. It doesn't matter. He lit a so, cigarette right it, then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that, that one was one oh, where man. we always, we, we always fantastic. want to be respectful, but I, I, I couldn't keep my composure after that. That's just, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I bet you have just full of things like that. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, yeah, over eight years, there's, you, you get called bad names for wanting to, you know, redo the animal ordinance and take over the shelter. Um, but it's, 
overall, they're they're good people. Who it's good, it was good work. Good work. You yeah. did such a good job, John. Some days. Former <laughs> Councilman John. <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Reg, regular John. We're going back to that now. So, like, you know, a lot of times people, you know, say, like, dealing with the city, you have to go through a lot of red tape. Like, you know, it's difficult working with the city. Like, I mean, what is it like working with the city on a day-to-day basis? Well, from, you know, from our standpoint, it, it's supposed to be easier. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's not, you know, any any system, any organization, it's just people. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, and, and even at our level, particularly because we are volunteers. Yeah. You know, we, we are appointed there by the citizens to kind of oversee things, but we're volunteers. Um, and so to get buy-in from staff members, even for your stuff, you know, you got to get buy-in from your fellow colleagues and you got buy-in from staff or otherwise things can't get done. So it's, you know, there are times when even I felt like I was fighting city hall uh, to get some things done that I thought were useful and necessary for the city. But it's, but again, overall, you just you find your way. And as long as you're, you know, you're doing it for the right reasons and just trying to make the city a better place. Um, but it's, it can be, the systems can be a little, little obtuse to navigate. Mm. We'll put it that way. (laughs) So you, you went to Baylor. I did. And so you, you've seen the city for what it was Was, to what it is now or pre pandemic. Um, what, what are some of the just um, eye opening and really cool things that you've seen come to the city of Waco? Oh, well, um, you know, I mean, it's, I, I take full credit for all that Chim and Joanna have done. I, 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 you know, I created the environment and the economic <laughs> landscape that allowed them to thrive and prosper the way they have. First, folks. That's, you wrote uh, the scripts, everything. All, you know, that's uh, I, I was encouraging from the beginning. Uh, he helped Chip write his book, Capital Gains. <laughs> Why do you know the name of that book? Because <laughs> I see it all the time in books. It's a fantastic title. It really <laughs> yeah. is, honestly. It is spot on. It is spot on. Uh, no, I mean, it's, you know, I through some of my work with uh, the National League of Cities and others, I got to go around the country and just kind of showcase and tell about all the great things that Waco are doing, not only um, from a city standpoint, and so many communities across the country are just budgetary wise, or just, I mean, in a really bad spot right yeah. now and have oh, been for years, yeah. but we, we were always in a great spot. We, you know, thanks to Magnolia and others, you know, our tourism had quintupled over my term when, so just seeing serious. Yeah. Quintupled. Wow. Quint- what does that even It's mean? like four times five. Oh, five. Oh, five. five. About 600,000 visitors to three million rounding That's up a little insane. bit. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so just that and just the, you know, really for me, it was, it's more of what new came is more of just what was already here. Yeah. That just finally was able to get showcased. Sure. Not only it was the parks or the people or the, you know, the food or just all of the good things that we had here. It just needed a proper platform, a positive one to kind of get out there. And, uh, and over the last few years, we were able to kind of do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Great. I mean, it, honestly, when we, when we moved here three years ago, I think that was just like right when everything was just blossoming, mm-hmm. booming. It felt like the, I mean, it, it definitely was like, you know, as somebody who's been here in Waco, a lot of my life, I spent a lot of time here, like growing up, I did not want to live in Waco. <laughs> and then, but I grew up and then I was like, I want to live in Waco. Exactly. <laughs> no, well, I mean, and you know, it was, you know, when I first started, you know, we weren't known for all the best things. Right. And, you know, yeah. it was just kind of, we're just sort of there. But, you know, there was a committee I chaired that had people from all across the country on it. They wanted me to host a meeting here. I mean, they, they wanted to come here. Oh, that's uh, wild. Which is fantastic. You know, it's just, it's one of those things that just that positive vibe that got engendered and just the, the conversation. You know, I could be in rooms with other council members from LA, Chicago, you know, our major cities, and people actually enjoyed talking to me and were excited about what was going on in Waco and wanted to know more about it and asking questions about, you know, not only fix our effort, but some of the other stuff they saw. Yeah. So it, it really, it added, it, it helped 
fostered some good conversations and gave me a uh, a platform to talk about some of the other great things that, are, that have been going so on. So less conversations about cults and more conversations <laughs> about shiplap. Exactly. Yes, which is okay. I had to become a little more better versed in shiplap because it's not my specialty, but it's like, not, neither are shiplap? cults though. It's, uh, you know, so it's uh, both of those, but. Is sh- can you make shiplap or is shiplap one of those things like it's already, it's like antique wood. Is that a. Uh, you're asking the wrong person. Just, yes. I have no Mike, idea. Mike, 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 do you know what shiplap is? I don't, you know, we, we hear it all the time. Yeah, it's like yeah. wood that's... Is I, it new? I guess can you, can you make, make it? I'm sure. Yeah, like you can make shiplap. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mike can, knows a guy. Let's call Joanna. We can make it happen. Oh, you can uh, bend it? No, the interlock. Oh, I was like, why there are we is. bending the wood? So you're kind of like a Waco ambassador. Uh, I... Or well, like, Are you ho- hopefully I, <laughs> I am. Continue. Hopefully, I still can be, just in a, you know, a different role, a different kind of different way. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, some of the work I got to do. I got to you know just kind of go around the country and uh, and you know talk about the work that we're doing again, both culture in the culture and art section, uh, just our just our fiscal work um, and the tourism and everything else that we were able to kind of just build up here. I was able to kind of get that out. And every, every time I talk, we're like, that's amazing. We want to come there. That's of awesome. Yeah. yeah, like I remember pre-pandemic, of course, like you were always traveling, like yes. always gone, like, oh, I'm going to be gone that week or you know what I mean? So it's like, thanks to the pandemic, we became better friends. <laughs> but Which has been a positive of this. One of the few. <laughs> one of yeah. the few. Y'all, y'all are the bright spots. One of the bright spots <laughs> <Yes>. of 2020. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, 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 it's really cool what you've gotten to do. So what are some of the things that you think that the city could do better? I mean, I'm sure that, you know, like, you've learned or i don't know sure oh i've got a list that's like, so i'm having to mentally kind of check myself real quick yeah, d- it's so many things oh, it's uh no. but no 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 no. i'm gonna i'm gonna be nice uh, <laughs> well you can also like what are what are some things you wish you could have accomplished that maybe you didn't get accomplished yet sure um i mean one of the things just in terms of that I was working on, but I didn't feel like I was able to go far enough mm-hmm. is, is when it comes to housing. Yeah. Um, not only promoting affordable housing and making sure that there's more both supply and both the supply and quality that's already there is has been built up, um, but also just adopting better building codes um, and other rental registration program for landlords and apartments and other things to make sure and make sure and just uh, guarantee that for those of limited means that the housing that they have is is safe and it's uh, you know environmentally friendly, um, and it's a positive place for them to raise their kids. Because so, there are because there are economic outcomes, there are health outcomes, there are education outcomes that come with having qual- or being surrounded by quality housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of those things that I, I we, we did a little bit. Uh, I was able to get some you know we won some grant funding from HUD to do some lead paint abatement in, in, in some neighborhoods, which is really good. Uh, but I just there was more to that that I wish I could have done. That there's still lead paint hanging out. It so it's very scary. <laughs> it, it will, yeah. I mean, you know, to, to that point, yeah. I mean, it's anything before 1978. You know, definitely has lead. Yeah, we had to sign a thing on our house because our house is 100 years old. We had to sign a thing saying there might be lead paint in the house. And about what, 60 really? percent of the housing stock <laughs> in you know in our city is prior pre 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and there was an article that called one of our zip codes that had uh, higher incidences of lead in children's blood. Oh God. Um, which has serious adverse consequences. Yeah, um, and, oh, so, for sure. and so, and so that was called out by JB Smith of the trib, which I really thanked him for, because then I took it from my role as the uh, chair of the public health district. And we went and we became the first city in the state to adopt an ordinance to give us some teeth to actually make landlords fix up their properties. Um, and then we went after those grant funds from HUD and uh, we got first round of a million and a half and Ben Carson, the HUD secretary was here and presented us with the check himself, which was cool. And then we got another oh, two cool. and a half million uh, later on that year. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that, that project's ongoing and it's, it's, so I think we've had about 
six to eight homes renovated through that so far with another half dozen or so in the pipeline. That's so cool. And th yeah. these are for people who maybe not who would normally not be able to afford. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's not cheap, right? I mean, it's a whole thing. Well, and, and you know, and there's even some opportunities from a contractor standpoint, because you have to have the you have to go do go through the inspection. Um, and then you have to do have a contractor actually abated and these all require special certifications to do the, the, the lead type work. So we had to kind of train up some here locally to do that and try to partner with Baylor as well in their lab to, to help, help make oh. our funds go further. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's that really, really cool. cool stuff. Really, like, really like fun stuff. A lot of, uh, government work is like being a mechanic and building a machine that maybe you're not even going to see mm -hmm. get turned on and. That's it's a it long, like. slow process, I'm sure. Okay, on that note, we are going to take a small break and listen do to some sponsors. Listen to some sponsors. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. ResRite is an online career service that provides both education and career counseling for job-seeking students, young professionals, and mid-career job seekers. ResRite offers a professional resume writing service that helps individuals find employment in various industries, including finance and accounting, business, engineering, hospitality, human resources, information technology, marketing, etc. ResRite also offers a college essay writing service for those seeking admission into top colleges and universities. ResRite's goal is to ensure applicants enhance their profile to successfully gain acceptance into competitive schools. Their mission is to help you introduce your personal narrative to prospective audience in the most effective way possible. Check out resrite.com for more info and use code R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M-N-10 for 10% off all services. And I'm Josie. And we're, we're your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective. And what's up? It's Dave Yar from Change Waco. Don't forget to subscribe to Stories of the Streets, where we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local Wacoans. Stories of the Streets is in association with the New Black Collective, Change Waco, and Rogue Media. Tell your friends, tell your family, shout out to the streets, tune in as much as y'all can. Well, those were fantastic commercials. And God, those were so funny. <laughs> I don't even know what ads are going to be playing. Like, what a hilarious ad. It's like a funeral home ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so sad. Yeah, a funeral home ad. So uh, we last left off uh, with my very amazing metaphor of working in government and being a mechanic and yes. machines built and such. Everyone, Never heard of it. Everyone agreed it was uh, <laughs> the best metaphor, the yeah, best metaphor so of yeah. the year. Cuts through it. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, like what what what's 
what do you got in store for the future, John? What, what are your, even in politics or maybe, maybe politics is done? Uh, well, I, I'm, Politics may be done with me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'm done with them quite yet. All right, that's um, fair. It's, uh, you know, there's, I'm still figuring it out. I am in, I am enjoying a bit of a reprieve at the moment. Your sure. retirement. Taking it, you know, or, yeah, again, I st I'm still working. That's, <laughs> it's not like I'm just sitting at home with one of my thumbs. Yeah, I said, you know, I got to do something. Uh, but it's, no, I mean, in the, in the short term there, uh, I had brought a lot of programs, uh, financial empowerment, basically, you know, I'm a, I'm a banker by trade. Um, and they're, you know, it's, it's actually kind of, when you start looking at it, it's really expensive to be poor, um, particularly when it comes to accessing financial services, oh, yeah. uh, check cashing and I mean, oh, just sure. the cost of credit. And if, if you're not in the system proper, it can be really expensive and really difficult to navigate. And, and so one of the things I've done is I've tried to bring small dollar consumer loans, um, banking access, uh, maybe some financial counseling services, some other things to town that uh, target those that might not otherwise have access to those services yeah. and, and to provide them at a reasonable cost um, just to kind of help engender not only um, small business construction, but also just household financial well-being uh, amongst folks of limited means. That's a really good point. Like, and I, it's an interesting way to put it uh, that it's expensive to be poor. Yeah, that really flipped us with. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, like, you know, making seven, eight dollars an hour and you overdraft. And it used to when you would overdraft on your bank account, it wasn't I think they changed the laws to where you can only do one fee now or something like that. But it used to be thirty five dollars for each transaction yeah. and like a, a two, three dollar transaction, five of them. Next thing you know, you owe the bank three hundred bucks. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, just a quick aside to that. I mean, even the big banks got caught. If they had, if you had like eight checks coming through mm -hmm. at once and there was one that would like seven really small dollar amounts, one big one, the bank would purposely hit the big one first to overdraw you right. first and then hit you on all the little ones. Like, yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So there's to that point, it's once you get kind of behind the eight ball and that kind of stuff, it's really, really hard to dig yourself out. And so I, I, that's, you know, so working on some additional projects and programs in that vein, uh, it kind of marries my professional career with also my civic kind of just sense of duty and kind mm -hmm. of the work I've done. Um, so I'm going to kind of focus in a little bit more on some of that, I think. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you know, a, a run for some other office down the road is not out of the question. Sure. I think it'll, it'll have to be the right moment and the right time. President Holly John. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear God, no. Because uh, you know, I, I don't, politics is, particularly these days is, uh, it's a bit of a contentious and, yeah, uh, it's toxic. It's not, we can it's, say it. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, not a fun place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, you know, for somebody like me that really just wants to try to do good and help, um, I think we need more like that, uh, just across the board. Um, but I will just have to see what opportunities present themselves. I'm not, I'm not ruling it out, but we'll just, we'll see, we'll see where, where, uh, what the direction kind of leads. So you're a bit of a traveler. Yes. Like Katie and I, we love to travel and obviously we haven't been able to, Oh, it's been, um, it's been tough this it's year. Been yeah. A I've been on a plane since March. Yeah. Yeah. Same actually. Um, or January. Jeez. Right. Yeah. Um, where are you planning to go when you're able to go? <laughs> So we we had planned to go to Scotland uh, over the summer before that got shut down. So that's right. that's uh, that's definitely high on the list. Um, you know, we we're hoping to go to New Orleans over the holidays as well, just to you know get away and relax a little bit. So that that'll be up there. Um, I mean, honestly, for me, I want to get back. I, I, I a few years ago I did a nice jaunt through Western Europe, um, which was a lot of fun. Just took a month off and just kind of went oh, all over the place. Awesome! Oh, it was that was fantastic. Uh, I'd like to go hit on the eastern side. Um, starting, you know, Prague and, you know, Greece and Croatia and maybe up to some of the, the Balkans and just kind of see what's up over there. I yeah. want to go to Prague so bad. It's a beautiful city. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. I so miss it, Greece too. 
There okay. was so when when I was there, yeah, I, yeah, uh, went to this like nine hundred year old restaurant that was or, or a restaurant that was in this nine year old building that used to be a dungeon or something. And so, and so they had a bunch of medieval kind of, so you're eating and they had all these medieval sort of, you know, play sword fighters and minstrels and other things. This one guy was minstrels. Singers. Oh. Minstrels. <laughs> what, what, what did you think I said? Or what, did you, what were you thinking? I don't know. Uh, Lutes. And so there was one that was a fire breather. And so I'm just there. So he's like, and so he, he goes and he breathes it, but then he missed some of the thing. And so he spewed his like, you know, whatever propane gasoline or, ga- or whatever yeah, it is like all over me oh and <laughs> so i'm sitting there just like covered in flammable liquid as he just and he's like high five that's <laughs> it like lights you on fire i was worried for the rest of the because there were candles there and i was yeah i was i was doused in kerosene so then he spit it would have been a, an appropriate dungeon situation been, yeah yeah so oh my goodness so fun times in Prague is what i'm saying fun that's, times that's in Prague. great great yeah. so um my favorite story is that um, you've known for a while that you were not going to run again yes. and you had this goal of getting a, that's what she said, like office style. That's what she said. Joke in a council meeting. Did it happen? It did. in the last one, I kind of had to make it happen myself. Colleagues tried to try to kind of set, set it up, but it didn't really fall into you. Well, I will say though that, you know, being able to be here, like in the studio with you sitting around that banter is there, but it got very difficult when we were on zoom because yeah. you're muted and you have to, you know, you, we all have to wait our turns to talk and it's really like raise difficult. your hand. Can't, you're not trying to talk <laughs> over each other. And so there's not quite that kind of sort of same fluid conversation in, but, um, but no, I was able to get it in my last meeting. I was very proud of that. So it's, you were able to get it in. But boom, tell me I need to grow up. Come on. <laughs> I am very mature. I'm very. very mature. So you, uh, your girlfriend, Julie yes. is a pretty well-known artist around town. Um, very talented. She's very, very, very talented. talented. Yeah, she she's done work. some, um, pretty cool art murals too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think Waco has a lot of really cool murals just popping up left and right. Um, I don't really have anywhere to go with that. I just well, to she say actually, that. <laughs> she did the, she did a really cool, uh, picture of all of y'all in the zoom call for y'all's like gift. Wasn't one, it? One of the gifts that we got was, yeah, she had just through the pandemic, there was a, a profiles of all six of us, um, with masks on, um, which was just pretty great. And so we all got a print of that, uh, as one of our, oh, parties, that's cool. our gets got off the council. Yeah. And it was fantastic. That's and, so cool. and that was, and that was part of the murals that, uh, yeah, she, I mean, she's done murals for, um, Baylor Homecoming, and she did one with the Cove, which is beautiful. Uh, has worked with uh, Fiona and Craig Waco in their apprenticeship programs, helping mentor Great. a couple of those. We love Fiona. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, she's. I'm. I'm really proud of her. She does some really amazing work. Well, that's fantastic, John. I want to thank you for coming on and chitter chattering with us. Chitter chattering about minstrels <laughs> and dungeons. <laughs> oh Musicians. I'm sorry. Ma- I was going. There were and old, the machinations old of <laughs> the <laughs> civic world. Yes. Um, so anyways, thanks for coming on and chatting with us, John. I appreciate the invite guys. We love you. We love you. Y'all are the best. (laughs) Keep Wake Aloud. The podcast is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been the Rogue Media Network Podcast.